Ah, good morning, you motherfuckers out there. It's 5.43. This is my third podcast in under two hours. Because I'm high as shit, I can't sleep. And I had a really, really, really great memory just hit me. Ten years ago, at the age of 22, a white man from Oregon came to New York City. And his name was Tom. Can I tell you this story? I'm not going to say his last name for personal reasons and for his own security. But, uh... I was cutting through 42nd Street one time. My buddy was like, hey, man, I'm having a barbecue. You coming? I'm like, yeah. Ironically, I spent the night in this girl's house in the Bronx. I showered up, changed my clothes, so y'all be on my way there. He's like, yo, bro, I live at so-and-so stop. And I'm like, oh, all right, cool. So I'm getting myself ready. I leave a house, and I had to stop on 42nd Street to meet the weed man because that's around where he was at the time. Called him up. He's like, how much do you need? I said, half an ounce. Gave him 120 bucks. He dipped out. And uh, as this is all happening, this is when it gets really fucking interesting. This white guy comes up to me, and I'm talking, he is the epitome of what a, a wasp, straight up. Just walks up to me, he's got on duck boots, fucking the khakis with the plaid shirt, the top buttons undone just a little bit. He's got his hair parted to the side and got his Coke bottle glass. Not Coke bottle, but he had these, like, kind of rounded glasses on. And he walks up and says, hi, how you doing, buddy? I'm like, hi, how, how are you, sir? He's like, I, I'm good. Hi, I'm Tom. Tom from Oregon. And I went, oh, shit. Okay, hi, nice to meet you. Like, you looked at this guy, and as a New Yorker, you could look at someone and tell someone's trying to take advantage of him. He was definitely one of the type of people they would have tried to. And I could tell he was just not aware of his surroundings. Like, I think he just got on a flight and was like, I'm going to be adventurous and forgot this is New York City 10 years ago. Okay, it was 2009. It was a year before the fucking, you know, before the savagery ended and, and, and then colonization began. Sorry if you don't like those words. Um, but it's fucking truth. So any fucking way, he's sitting there and... Uh, Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, what am I saying? Oh, yeah. He's fucking sitting there. Shit, I forgot what I was saying. This is the great thing about podcasts. I could just kind of muddle through until I remember. Plus, that's some good fucking weed. Oh, yeah. Tom from Oregon. See how quick that came back? <laughs> nah, but uh, he sits there and says, this is going to sound a little strange. And I've, I've, already, I've asked, you know, three black people this, and I... I wanted to ask you, I, I don't mean to sound rude, and I've already said it the same way, but please, sir, don't negatively react. I would love to try soul food, and I really, really want to know where to go. And I went, are you fucking serious? He said, yes, please don't, don't yell at me. I'm like, I'm not going to yell at you, just I'm surprised. He said, really? I'm like, well, I can see why people would get upset. And I see a guy like you asking about soul food automatically. Oh, he's trying to be racist. No, no, he's just, you know, not everybody knows about black America. And I said, I could respect you for being honest. He said, really? I said, yeah. I said, all right, well, if you want to get some soul food, uh, go into a cookout, actually. I called my friend and asked if he could come. He said, and this is when I knew this was going to be a new experience for him. He goes, oh, that would be super duper. I'm like, holy fucking shit. All right. <clears throat> Make the phone call. My homeboy's like, really? You want to bring a white dude from Oregon? 
And I'm like, yeah, he seems cool, though. He's really interested in New York. He's kind of quirky. He's got a digital camera around his neck. He's taking pictures and saying hello to random people. Why is he saying hello to random people? Tom, stop saying hello to random people. What? Do not say hello to random people. This is not Oregon. It's not normal to do. Are you sure? I mean, it can't be that. And he's saying it to me. I'm like, all right, don't do it again. And he looks at this, you know, guy staring at him. Good morning, sir. Fuck you looking at. Oh, sorry. And he's just looking everywhere. And he comes over. You were right. No shit. I told Tom, stay right next to me the whole time. Okay, buddy? You got it. Like, he wasn't slow. He just was not from the city. We fucking get to Queens. And we get off around 85th Street Forest Parkway. My boy's family got a house. My boy's family has a house over Yeah, my boy's family has a house over there. And I get there. He's like, yo, what's good, bro? I'm like, yo, Jay, what's up, man? Blah, blah, blah. You been? So he's like, yeah, this is my buddy Tom. He's like, he's like, hey, how you doing, brother? And he's like, oh, my God. Like, he wasn't bad. He went, <laughs> he starts laughing. He's like, where you from? I'm from Oregon. My name's Tom. He goes, yes, you are. You're definitely, definitely from fucking Oregon, motherfucker. And uh, he was cool, though. Like, So he, we go to the back, and all, the, all these black folks, there's at least maybe 60 to 70 black people back there. Anywhere between the ages of four to fucking... 91 or 103 black people age funny so he's like oh wow and he pauses for a moment and he looks at everyone very politely and goes uh hi i'm i'm tom it's very nice to meet all of you this is my first time coming to a cookout with black people and i just want to know could i please have a plate and try some of your amazing food. He says it out loud. And everybody went. Welcome. And he, they showed him open arms. And he was like. <gasps> he took this huge sigh. I'm like. Why the fuck did he think we were going to attack him? I don't know. Maybe because he's where he's from. And what they show on TV. I said. Yeah. That might be it. And he's sitting there. And they're giving him food. And he's like. Oh my God. This is so delicious. Oh. Can I get a piece of. Oh. Oh, these are, what, what do you call that? Oh, that's, um, that's, and my, the, um, my, the, his uncle's working the grill like he's supposed to. He goes, that's brisket. What you think? He's like, no, well, I've had brisket, but not like this. My Nana, she, she doesn't make it like, oh, God, my Nana's brisket could go suck a dick. And he says it out loud. He went, oh, my goodness, I'm sorry. He's like, it'll do that to you. Here, try some sausage. He's like, oh, the juice is all over my mouth. He said, don't say that, son. Just eat the damn sausage. So <laughs> he's just, every bite is a sexual comment, and it's either straight or gay because of what he's putting in his mouth. And she was like, oh, that's so good. <laughs> oh, God. I'm like, wow, wow, he's loving it. He says, oh, and he needs some smoked ribs, and he gives him a rib, like one of them super beefy ribs. He cleans that motherfucker. I mean, he cleans that bitch, sucked the juices off it. He's like, Ugh. and he was a, he was like a fucking five foot eleven average build guy. He fucking unbuckled his pants, unbuttoned his shirt. He's like, this is some good shit. You can slowly see this this wall of you know security start breaking down with every bite. And then now it's now here comes the aunties and yes. For everybody that will listen to this fucking podcast, I swear to fucking God, yeah, 
There are black fucking aunts at every goddamn black barbecue who will force you to try the goddamn potato salad to tell you which one tastes the best. Here's the fucking problem. All of them shits taste good. Like the white dude in the YouTube video when he's like, next thing you know, I'm sitting at a black barbecue and I've passed out and then the whole table's clear. Yeah, that's some real shit that happens to everyone. Do not fall asleep at a black barbecue, nigga. Because you ain't going to get drawn on. You ain't going to get, you're going to miss some epic shit. That's what's going to happen. They're going to leave you the fuck alone while you sleep. And when your ass wakes up, they're going to be like, oh, you miss so-and-so, you miss so-and-so, you miss so-and-so, you miss so-and-so. That's how black families fucking work every fucking time. But back to the barbecue. So he's sitting there and he's going, oh, this is delicious. So he's sitting there, he's like, I need a break. And then here, kid, they come with the potato salad and he tries, like, oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. Which one tastes the best? And all three of them looking at him. And I looked at him and I made the cutthroat motion like, no, nigga, do not answer that. And he looked at all three of them and said, ladies, they're all so phenomenal. They, they each have a bit of heaven. I, it, it would be ungodly for me to sit there and give them, give them any in particular judgment. They all are equal in taste. And one of his aunts looked at him and said, that's the best bullshit answer anyone ever gave to get out of this one, honey. He's okay by me. We'll make you two plates before you go, baby. Oh, oh, okay. Two plates of what? Food. He's never been to a black barbecue, Aunt Barbara. Oh. Oh, honey, it's okay. You're going to learn today. And don't worry. You're going to be just fine. She walks away. Mind you, I'm up in New York, but a Southern family came up. It's the summertime at that. And he's in love with it. He, you know, waits a little bit. Then he starts eating macaroni and cheese. And then they start doing the Cupid Shuffle and the electric slide and shit like most fucking black people do. And, you know, he's sitting there like, wow, hey, look at me. And he's doing the shuffle and shit. And the next thing you know, he says something that I couldn't fucking believe out of nowhere. He had a couple of drinks in him. He's sitting there talking about music and you know, they actually like, you know, and they, and they talked to him about being white. And he literally said, I love black America. I just never got introduced to it. And now that I got a piece of it, he said, I, he said, I love everything about your culture. He said, can I say something without sounding rude? He said, you people and everything about you are amazing. Everything you, you and your people do is absolutely phenomenal. I don't care what the news says. I don't care what the media says. I don't give a shit what anyone says. You're all pretty decent. Because, yeah, I'll admit, I've met some aggressive black people since I've been in New York. But the few that I've met compared to the many I've befriended is, is one of the greatest treasures. Thank you so much. Even if I, I don't remember this night in the future or if, if I lose contact with anybody, I just want to say thank you. And he was really grateful. And we had a great time until, oh, oh yeah, here's where he shocked the shit out of me and everyone else. They're sitting there and he's like, hey. You guys are playing spades, ain't you? And they go, yeah, you know how to play? He said, well, I'll be honest. I had a black nanny until I was 12, and she was from California, and she taught me how to play uh, spades. I, I'm sorry to say that. And they said, boy, you better sit your ass down. He's like, okay. And all of a sudden, Tom went from Tom to Tommy. I don't know if the fuck that, I mean, if, if you know where I'm going with this, he was like, and he's sitting there, and he's, did somebody say, he said, go ahead, keep fucking with me. I'll pop that bubble, bitch. And just, you know, in the whitest voice, and he's talking shit like he's a brother, but he's, sounds like a bill collector and shit, like, oh, yeah, that's what you gotta say? Hi, huh, motherfucker, you think you're funny, huh? Like, it's all, like, argony and shit, and I'm, <laughs> I'm laughing, and we're having a great time. And then they sat there, and one of the uncles came out and said, hey, 
got a little bit of cognac right here. Here come. Now, I'm going to keep it real. Some black families have them. Some black families don't. My boy's family got that one black uncle who swears he's a pimp. Nigga dress like one, act like one. Always got a younger woman on his arm, but always borrowing money. <laughs> but this nigga showed up at a Cadillac with a chick who had to be at least 30 years younger than him. She was bad, though. I ain't even gonna front. And he showed up. Ain't by one some cognac. Pulled out a nice size bottle, too. And he's like, and instantly, who the white boy? And he says, how you doing, sir? I'm Tom. He said, you going to bring that shit over here and play some spades with us or what? And he went, okay, where the fuck this motherfucker from? He said, I'm from Oregon. I've also been doing a little drinking and had me some good old barbecue. He goes, oh, you got invited to the cookout. All right, white boy, cool. And he left it alone. So we eating, playing spades, drinking, having us a good old time. And I was like. You know, I think we, we hung out till about 1 in the morning. They made him a couple of plates. We hopped back on the train. It was late, too. Got back to this hotel at around 3.30 in the morning. And he was like, hey, buddy, thank you. And he pulled out a $100 bill. And I looked at him. And I said, you know what? Keep the money. I said, and said, I want something else. Let me get one of the plates. He looked me, because I, I ain't going to front. The whole time worrying about him, I forgot to get myself a plate, which is like rule number one. I was like, let me get a plate instead. And he looked me dead in my face and said, let me just get a plate instead because I forgot to make mine. He said, motherfucker, you snooze, you lose. I'm not sharing this godly goodness with you. He literally pulled out the hundred, shoves it in my pocket, gives me a hug and says, get the fuck out of here. I'm not sharing this shit. Nice to meet you, though. <sighs> I get downstairs, get on the train, make my way all the way home, and forgot to take down his number. 2002 New York City. Well, 2009 New York City. One of the greatest experiences of my life. One of the nicest people I ever met. Just goes to show color is only a spectrum. But on some real shit. If you had a white friend and you black... And he get down like that, invite that nigga to the cookout.